0: check 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 there we go check check
1: check check check
0: check i'm there okay let's hear you again
1: check 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 that's pretty good okay (laughs) all right (laughs) awesome
0: so uh yeah man powder what was that about powdered can, movie can, has there ever been another movie about an albino
1: with powers i don't think so no
0: <laughs> oh, oh, with powers no but without powers oh yeah there's been tons of those movies
1: what's that one movie with a uh, um tom hanks
0: yeah, you know that, that has about? powers? No,
1: but he has like, the bald head because he has cancer. And can't oh, Philadelphia. Philadelphia. I'm yeah, like, that's Seattle? way different. Is that
0: Seattle? No. <laughs> <laughs> Seattle's a way different movie. He doesn't catch AIDS. No. He catches something else. I was
1: thinking of Sleepless in Seattle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the rom-com. <laughs> Did he catch AIDS in that movie? <laughs>
1: I, maybe. You never know. I didn't watch
0: it. so <laughs> You never saw Sleepless in Seattle.
1: You know what's weird? I've seen... Weird, obscure movies, but I haven't seen major movies that everybody else has seen. Like, I still haven't seen Top Gun.
0: And what are you holding out for? Just because... Beca-
1: I'm lazy. I don't really care.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't
1: seen Top Gun and I haven't seen Dirty Dancing.
0: It's not like you're making a firm stance. Like, I hate, like, aircraft movies. No. I, I hate... Uh, no. It's just, uh, <laughs> the I, Navy.
1: <laughs> we grew up... Well, we didn't grow up poor. We just, uh... We didn't grow up poor, but, like, I, I don't know. We weren't, like, a movie buff, but then... Then I'll get into movies like cult classics mm-hmm. and people are like, oh, you saw that movie but you haven't seen Dirty Dancing. Nobody puts baby in a corner. You haven't seen this movie and I'm like, no, I haven't seen Donnie Darko either. Why are you wearing that stupid bunny suit?
0: Why are you wearing that stupid man suit? Well, I mean, I will say these movies are good movies. It's not like you're uh, going to be, like, you know, wasting your time, but I do understand if you don't see them, like, okay, I get it. Yeah, You know, like, they're not your cup of tea.
1: I was more of, like, a, you know, growing up, like, playing outside or, like, you hmm. know...
0: <laughs> Living life.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Like, we didn't not really... Not watching like,
0: somebody else's life.
1: Exactly. Like, I finally watched Welcome um, Welcome to the Dollhouse. <laughs>
0: All right, yeah. Dude, I
1: love that. That is the most... I don't think a movie like that has creeped me out and made me feel awkward. Like, mm-hmm, uncomfortably
0: mm-hmm. awkward. I forget who stars in that. I forget her name, but she's in everything. Mm-hmm. She's been like a character actress. Yes. And, like... <laughs> hey, guys. The internet here. They're thinking of the actress Heather Matazaro. <laughs> Those dummies. <laughs> All right. Yes. I love it because
1: it's like, that was me in middle school. <laughs> Just like I don't know what's going on. I'm a fucking freak. Nobody wants to talk yeah. to me. But then the cute boy who's a bully is totally like, you know, you didn't come. come in here to wash your hands. Yes, I did. You came in here
0: to take a shit. Of course, they're bullies.
1: Yeah, of course.
0: And they're wearing, like, popped collars and smoking cigarettes.
1: The kid from Empire Records is totally a badass.
0: Who knows where thoughts come from? They just appear. It's the precursor. Yeah, and now that guy would totally get made fun of.
1: Yeah, exactly. He would
0: need a safe space, the bully. He would
1: definitely be repping Drake.
0: (laughs) It's always funny, too, with movies. It's always, like, that perfect thing that, like, stamps, oh, you were obviously 12 years old when this came out because you love it. Like, certain people love the Goonies. Other people are like, fuck that movie. And you're like, oh, it's because you're not under 30.
1: Don't say that! Never say that! Goonies never say die!
0: Or you're over 30.
1: I think recently I started liking Lost Boys. Mm, mm
0: And that's
1: like my favorite Corey Feldman, because he's so serious in that movie. I'm like, dude, you're 12.
0: (laughs) He made a choice. Yeah. I'm going
1: to talk like I'm 30 years old.
0: (laughs) You did the right thing by calling us. Does your brother sleep a lot? Get yourself a good, sharp steak. Drive it right through his heart.
1: <laughs> like, no. You're 12. Calm um, yeah. no, bro. <laughs> you're in Santa Cruz. Catch a wave. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and then uh, Corey Haim was playing it like how he always plays it, like from Lucas to everything. He just did Corey Haim. Yeah. He was just like, I love him, but he had this like way about him where he always had his mouth open. Yeah, I don't know if he was just a mouth breather. Maybe. Maybe. But- I always felt like it was a choice. Like, I'm going to have my character be a mouth breather, not actually be one.
1: I don't know. Like I don't know if it, I'm giving noticed. them
0: that too much credit. Or
1: I think you're picking up something so pure <laughs> that no one else picked up on but
0: you. <laughs> Probably. But that's totally fine. <laughs>
1: I just love uh, – is it Kiefer Sutherland?
0: He's the bad guy in Lost yes. Boys, yes. Doing some of this, Michael.
1: Be one of us. I don't know what it is, but him with bleached hair, totally like, mm-hmm. like yes, let's – him in, like, um, Stand By Me. Yeah,
0: Stand the- By Me, yep. Oh, my God. Come on, kid, just give me the gun before you take your foot off. You ain't got the sack to shoot a woodchuck.
1: I was just like, again, I'm attracted to the bully type <laughs> with, like, a weird pompadour. Not <laughs>
0: Kefer Sutherland?
1: Well, Keith Sutherland, it, like, in Stand By Me with the bleach blonde hair. Yes. Babe. Babetown, USA, mm. for sure.
0: With the rolled up, like, uh, white t-shirt. and Yeah.
1: The- him yeah. now not so much. The
0: greaser much. look, yeah.
1: Yeah, him, not so much like oh my god, outsiders. Outsiders
0: for Same sure Game Town USA. I remember watching that in school.
1: Yeah, me too. I remember reading the book and mm-hmm. then watching the movie. Exactly. And like that was like the go-to like rockabilly movie. hmm That and um Crybaby.
0: Of course. And
1: Hairspray. Well, Hairspray's not so much. Like I, I like John Waters. Mm-hmm. So like yes, that was yes. like the movie i grasped onto and i had a john waters experience what yeah not like experience of john waters but like you know how like his movies are notorious for like shock value yes and like uproar and like craziness like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so one day we were watching uh cry baby and there's a scene where johnny depp is going through the tunnel in his underwear right, right? and my grandmother who's like super lutheran christian yes saw it and flipped out she's like this is inappropriate
0: <laughs> this is so
1: inappropriate and made us turn it off and that turned me on to john waters i'm like what was so inappropriate Mm-mm. about it i need yep. to know more
0: i remember watching i forget what it was called but it was with what's her face uh she's a british chick um
1: really narrowing it down <laughs>
0: she's um oh tracy ullman she stars in it and it's about this woman
1: oh dirty shame yeah yeah that's a good one yep. that's a good one too but that i saw like-
0: that in the theater and the only reason we went to go see it was because it was rated nc-17 and we're like oh this must be awesome
1: there's like tits and vaginas yes. everywhere yes like the trees and bushes are phallic and like yes and vagina looking
0: and Serial <laughs> <laughs> mom i remember that movie being very like uh uh like really? I don't think I should be watching this.
1: Haven't seen Serial Mom. I've seen um, Pink Flamingos. Yes. I've seen um, Cry Baby, Hairspray, uh, Pecker. Yeah. And, and then
0: um, oh, and Cecil B. Demented. I've seen
1: that one too. Yeah. And uh, Polyester.
0: Mm, I haven't seen that movie.
1: That one's that one's like oh, it, it's. I liked it. I digged it. I love Divine. Divine's like my favorite drag queen,
0: (laughs) and she stars in it.
1: Yeah, well, she's like in polyester. She's um, uh, Francine Fishpaw. My name is Francine Fishpaw, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I am an alcoholic. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think no, I could be wrong. I always get them confused. I always like say Don Davenport, but that's um, I think multiple maniacs. Mm -hmm. And then my favorite is Edna Turnblad because she just does that mom. That mom vibe so well, like, just like, I just want to be wrapped in her love and and embrace, you know, I just want to feel (laughs) comforted.
0: I wish you were my mom.
1: Yeah, exactly. I want a drag queen mom. (laughs) (laughs) Honey, those heels are not going to work. You need cha-cha heels.
0: (laughs) Someday you might have it
1: uh I, you never know i might like you know i am really into uh the drag queen scene <laughs> i love drag queens do so
0: they much. like being called drag queens
1: yeah they're. Queens. is that still cool yes queen oh okay okay <laughs> well like the drag queens are more performers entertainers,
0: and they just want to be part-time girls they don't want to be girls all well, the time some,
1: like do like there's some that do want to be transgender
0: right but, but f- they don't want to be called drag queens
1: uh I don't know like I think it's a a case by case you know mm-hmm. like some are just really into the dressing up and pretending yeah. to be a goddess like yeah. an amplified version of a woman Mm-hmm. And others are just like I just like to look pretty, <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, like
1: pink. Okay, like
0: Eddie Izzard. What do you think he is? You know what, a Eddie, drag queen or a tra- Eddie Izzard's
1: Eddie Izzard. Yeah. I think Eddie Izzard is like the most like kind of like you know. I mean, I think he's more of just like this crazy entertainer. Like let's push the boundaries. Let's you know, def, you know, push the defining you know name on it. Let's let's uh, not classify myself. Let's just go crazy. Let's yeah, he- we can put you know push it.
0: do like i've seen a bunch of his specials and i don't really recall him talking a lot about like why he dresses up and why he's a woman and why he's not like i don't
1: think it matters
0: no it doesn't yeah it's mostly all like history and then oh yeah by the way i wear heels
1: yeah i wear heels and sometimes my eyebrows are crazy
0: Hello and welcome to This Comics Life. This is me, your host, Steve Williams, a.k.a. Dar Williams, a.k.a. Dumbass, a.k.a. Dude that's hanging out with a really cool chick, one of the best, should I say best? I don't know. Maybe not best. Second best. Second best open micer I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, at least uh, when it comes to uh, people that I've seen at the Blacklight. Yes. You've definitely been the best person I've then seen at the Blacklight. Definitely the best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stand-up comedian, Amber Scalzo. Hello. Do you like Scalzo or Scalzo?
1: Uh, you know what? If anybody can say it without butchering it, I'm fine. Right. So Amber Scalzo.
0: <laughs> awesome. I definitely appreciate you coming in and having the time to sit down and uh, talk about comedy and whatnot. But uh, have you seen any specials lately? Any uh, comedy that you love?
1: I finally got to see Patton Oswalt live. Nice. And that was just recently. I went and saw him with Josh Waldrop, Nick yeah. Barrett. Jonathan Bowles, my friend Flobo, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. We, and uh, Rachel, who's amazing too, and his we, girlfriend or Josh's, Josh's girl. girlfriend. Yeah. she's such a crack up. She's so funny. Yeah, she cracks me up every time I'm with her. I'm like, fuck, I wish yep. as funny as you, and just naturally, you
0: know. <laughs> Speaking of him, a uh, plug, plug. I'm going to be at the next oh, Doll Hut. Rad, so, uh, guys, come on out. Next uh, April 12th, I believe.
1: I love those shows because they're more of like you could just really push and try to see where a a material wise goes.
0: It's a lot of crowd work, you know, that it's almost like a workshop instead of like it being like a mic that's just an open mic. It's almost like you're amongst comics and then you're going to be like, hey, does this work? And then after you go off stage, they're going to be like, hey, don't say that. Yeah, you should. And then they'll work it out with you. Exactly. While you, uh, you know, drink and smoke and blah, blah, blah. Dude, it's always
1: (laughs) a great time. I love going there because it's like this camaraderie. I can't even say that word.
0: Camaraderie?
1: No. Camaraderie. There, got it. Hooked on phonics. Anyway. (laughs) I
0: I bet there's a dude named Camaraderie.
1: Probably or, or come robbery. <laughs> yeah.
0: come robbery.
1: I, I, you say it like a, like a robber. Like I'm gonna <laughs> i rob some. Come. Oh Jesus! I was trying to be so clean right now,
0: <laughs> and you don't have to be, but you can.
1: I want my grandma to listen to it. <laughs> okay,
0: so uh, let's turn to chapter twelve, Psalms four, <laughs> four by four, <laughs> four by four, and he said, Grandma, turn this off
1: right now. This
0: is, this is, this is <laughs> I'm just gonna be hoping that your grandma knows what a podcast is.
1: I don't think she does. <laughs> no. No. I think she does maybe. I don't she's pretty hip. I mean, right. She it's like
0: she too. she'll probably say it's on the internet and you're like, Yeah. I guess that's right, but what is it on the internet?
1: Exactly. Like, she, she's a pretty hip lady. She's a, she is super into Doctor Who.
0: Does she love your comedy? Are you? She have, has she ever? To it. No.
1: No, it's it's a little too raunchy.
0: Yeah, I could imagine. I mean, I wouldn't say you're a filthy comic in my eyes. No, but I could see your grandma being like, but not she, for me.
1: But for a grandma who flips out the Johnny Depp's in underwear going through a tunnel, I think
0: <laughs> I think my
1: is a little too crazy. Mm-hmm,
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I would assume most of my family is not listening to me because it's not that they don't love me. They're just not into the uh, transgender jokes.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, not a lot of people are. It's kind of like yeah. one of those like words that are trigger words. Yes. So it's just like once somebody hears that, they're like, "Up, oh, I'm tuning out. And it's like, <laughs> oh, the brainwashing's working. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it's like you want to tell them like, no, but I love transgenders. I just want to make a joke about how that's crazy about porno, right?
1: Oh, Jesus, (laughs) Daryl.
0: No, yeah. I know. I guess it's just my naivete. Like, you know, it's always like, oh, you're just starting. So that's why you're doing just dick and fart jokes. Well,
1: you know, like when I started, I just tried to be as raunchy as possible and talk about sex.
0: It was like 90% vag humor.
1: Well, yeah. Like I did a whole like, uh, like hairy vagina bit that I called the bearded lady the reverse bearded lady right and like that was like my first legitimate bit and then like I don't know like I realized like sex jokes are so easy they're they're, they're really like low hanging fruit yeah and you gotta like you wanna be deep but then when you figure out oh hey you're not that profound and prof, you know <laughs> prophetic you, you should probably not do stuff that you can't do <laughs> right maybe stick to the stuff that you know and like you know i try to talk about dating and then like being a barber but then i don't really i've only scratched the surface on those because i don't have that much material to you know have a half hour let alone 20 minutes
0: <laughs> especially on just one subject i wish yeah. i wish i
1: could i mean there are things but they're not worked out enough like it hmm. takes me about a year to really fully flesh out a joke
0: and how long have you been doing stand-up
1: uh three years in april yeah. So it's April 6th is my third year and it's coming up soon. And like, I love, I love doing it still. Um, When I first started, I was so like gung ho. Right. And as the kids say, I was out there, fam. <laughs> 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 I was out there. You were grinding. I was grinding hard.
0: Yeah. Right. <laughs> and I Yeah. Would, what would you say? Like an average week? Like how many mics?
1: I would do like six a week, mm. which is still not that much for right. some people, but right. that, you know, for me, that for was, me, like, that'd be a lot. Yeah. For me that was insane amount of time and then I wasn't doing Orange County mics when I first yeah. started. I did LA mics. Right. So I would go to Karma Lounge, I would go to this place called Jakes in Pasadena, and then like went to Sal's one time. Right. Went to Meltdown one time. Right. And yes. realized I don't really like doing Sal's, but Sal's I don't Sal's
0: know. was tough. I remember going there early.
1: I heard fucking flies dying <laughs> near my set. The flies that was dying in the back of the room was louder than my yeah. jokes. <laughs>
0: I did so bad that I almost wanted to just end early. Like, I, I swear I had... I didn't even see the light. Yeah. And I was already like, okay, I'm done, guys. And he told me, no, you're going to stay up here and finish. Like, just talk about whatever. Dude. You're well, going to do your time. You. Yeah.
1: And that's what you're supposed to do.
0: It was so horrible, but I was like, it was a lesson, you know?
1: For, like, open mics, do your time, but for shows, end strong. Yeah. And if you only have a four-minute bit... Right. And you're supposed to do six, just fucking end at four. <laughs> you know? Like that's my that's my i've done that like i'd rather end strong for a booker for somebody that's gonna book better shows yeah and be like yeah i can i can be a strong comic i could open up or like you know do whatever but i don't want to like flatline at the end of my you know my joke (laughs) pretty much
0: i agree i've had so many times where i did a good joke and it was kind of like the middle joke Mm -hmm. and then like it went well, and then, like, right as soon as it ended, mm-hmm. I got the light, and I'm like, oh, I got the light. I'll just do another minute, but that other minute was dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> I just should have ended it, like, when I saw the light right there, but no, it's yeah. like, oh, I got another minute, and they just love this, so I'll give them something else. i
1: fucking racket and rollin'. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> and then it's just <laughs> not that good. It's like you end up trying to do a minute bit. Yeah. And then it's it's just like, just end it. Just end it when you could have.
1: That's what I do. Like, I'll see the light and I'm like, I'm I'm not going to do it. You know, I'll just mm. end the joke I'm on. But then if, I, if I'm if i in the middle of the setup of my last joke, then I'll just go right. over a little bit. Right. You can't help it. You know, you want to end strong. But there's times where, like, my, my closer, which is my strongest material, mm-hmm. flatlines. Yes. And it doesn't, for some reason, they don't like it. And I'm like, oh, okay, well.
0: <laughs> this was supposed to hit. <laughs> this
1: sucks. And then I've done, like, the, the Louis C.K. Um uh thing where like he takes his closing bit starts off with it and then gets his weaker bits to be the closer so then they're stronger mm. and then kind of brings them back to the front right so I've right. done that before and ended poorly <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like fuck <laughs> <Damn
0: Yeah>. it. <laughs> I was talking about that with Ryan Schooley last week was like mm-hmm. you know he always goes in with the like because he's like this physics math major and like he's always going in like thinking of it as like a You know math equation, but there's no equation. There's no like, oh, I'll do this and then I'll end with this, and they'll just love it. You're like, nope.
1: No, you gotta learn how to read a crowd. Mm. If they if they seem a little rowdy, maybe they might like a little bit sex humor, like dating jokes. If they seem more intelligent, they like more like one liners or or longer setup punch. You know, yeah, with that because some crowds are smart. And they'll get the reference. Other crowds are just kind of like barbaric and want like. (laughs) 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 So, like, you got to be able to read the crowd and, you know, you got to figure out should I go in with high energy? Should I go Mm. with low energy? Should I just have fun with it? And the times where you just say, screw it, and go in, just be like, let's just have fun with it, see where it goes, those tend to be the best best sets I have.
0: Right. When you're just in the moment.
1: Yeah. And it's hard to just be in the moment. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Going back to Ryan Schooley again, we were talking about an app where we... Like, yeah, there's a lot of dating apps that tell you, like, oh, what religion they are and if they like, you know, Republicans or not. But there's no, like, app that will tell you, like, yeah, she's not going to do this six months in or she's going to be a real bitch. You know, she's going to have this characteristic eight months after you start dating.
1: Yeah, I would like that. The character flaw dating app. (laughs) Like,
0: they're never going to wash the dishes as soon as you move in together or they're never going to, like, yeah, blow you as soon as you move in together. Just things like that where you're like. Of course you would like to know that up front, but you're never gonna learn it up front.
1: That's why like I think a lot of the that's what dating's for. You date yeah. somebody for a very long time before you get involved with them sexually because then you know what they are as a person. Right, right. Instead of jumping right into bed and then like that never works, you know, like having sex with somebody right off the bat and right. then it turns into a relationship. It doesn't last. I mean some cases it does. Yeah. But for for me, it, Experience wise, (laughs) doesn't. I've
0: seen Friends with Benefits, so I know.
1: Don't. Haven't seen
0: that movie either. (laughs) (laughs) I watch a lot of rom coms. (laughs) Obviously, more than I do, and I'm the girl. (laughs) You know why I watch them so much is because I think I'm always so fascinated with, like, women really want this. Like, is this what women want? Like,
1: I think that's what 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 women are fed to think what they want.
0: Women, you know, they think about that a lot. I mean, surprisingly, a lot. Uh, They worry all the time about everything. You're
1: so right. How do you know that? I, what I want is somebody that has their own shit together
0: <laughs> and isn't going to be a fucking man child. Well, that's what I always love about, like, the careers of these rom-coms. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, the guy that they always meet, he's always doing something like he's an architect or he's like some, like, you know, crazy mogul. It's never like, oh, yeah, he's a plumber.
1: You're never going to meet that dude at a bar. You know what I mean? Like that dude is doing stuff. He's at like a gala Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, (laughs) or a gala. Whatever way you say it. Yeah. Obviously, because I've never met them.
0: (laughs) Well, obviously you're saying it the poor way. (laughs) (laughs) Avi. But that's the thing. It's like they're always doing something cool. It's never mundane. And if it is mundane, it's like he's the plumber to the stars or something. Yeah. It's always got to be like something way outside the realm of like possibilities. And you're like, okay, first of all, that's unrealistic as fuck. Mm-hmm. so it's all a fantasy but they're like if you want to watch lord of the rings that's stupid like that fantasy is stupid but, but this rom-com is not because but that's
1: what you're being fed as you know as a girl like this mm. multi-millionaire is gonna like come out of nowhere and be like you popper lady <laughs> i want you to be my lady you're my cinderella yeah. and it's like no bitch he's never gonna come
0: i always love too how they like meet in some like weird unforeseen circumstance mm-hmm. like It's never like he was stalking her for two weeks and finally got the courage to talk to her in the elevator. They didn't meet
1: on (laughs) Match.com.
0: Nothing like that. It's always like, yeah, she almost falls through an elevator shaft and he saves her or something like that.
1: Or they happen to grab the same cup of coffee Yes. and they
0: lock eyes and they're like, oh my god. And they're both named Ricky or something. (laughs) So that's how they get confused. Like, oh, I thought it was me.
1: You get the flat mocha too?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Where does that happen? It doesn't. And if it does, it's like, oh, you got the flat mocha too? Get the fuck out of
1: here, dude. You got my coffee.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If you take this, my boyfriend's going to kick your ass. (laughs) No,
1: there was one time like, where that actually did, not actually happen, but something in that same vein. You had
0: a a rom-com moment?
1: A rom-com moment. And I was like, I would go for my lunch break. I would go and take a walk around the neighborhood in downtown Fullerton where I worked. And this one guy who's super creepy who only works at the uh, farmer's market every Thursday mm-hmm. would see me and I guess he watched me walk a couple times and then he started walking with me and yes. wanted to get my number and he's like I think you're really cute I've seen you walk around a couple times mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. blah 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 and I'm like you're creepy! Stranger <laughs> danger get out of here! You straight
0: up said you're creepy.
1: <laughs> I will know obviously because I'm a coward. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he went look over there and then just ran the other way.
1: Uh, I got a boyfriend.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is the ghost to
1: and then yeah. he's like what do you do and i'm like i'm a barber fuck why'd i say that
0: it's yeah. <laughs> like could i get a haircut sometime no yeah no <laughs> <laughs> say like, terrible i'm in the special ops
1: <laughs> i know right like oh man i'm a trained killer <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: oh jesus but yeah like that that happened and i was just like this is not romantic because yeah. it's not a well hot- that's the
0: thing though if he was cute and somebody that you might be interested in that could have gone co- that could have been your movie moment.
1: Maybe. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping that the dreamboat that came into the salon—that's my movie moment. That mm-hmm. would be amazing. That would. So,
0: if you wanted to make that a movie moment, you'd have to like cut his ear or something like that. Like, you know, maybe and well, then did... send him to the hospital, and you took go with him.
1: I know, I'd be like, I'll take care of you. Mm-hmm. You're my boyfriend. <laughs> yep.
0: And then he makes like a Van Gogh quip or something like that.
1: Uh, <laughs> I don't, maybe that'd be great. I mean, I don't know, like. The guy walking with me in the neighborhood, that was weird because I was like, why is this guy following me? Right. Oh, he's talking to me. Oh, he wants my number. Oh, yeah. Jesus.
0: This guy's creepy. See, that has never happened to me.
1: I think I would have maybe gave him a chance, but he was wearing motorcycle boots and <laughs> not like the cool Harley Davidson <laughs> motorcycle with, boots.
0: Like, dolphin shorts or something? or
1: It was like shorts, like cargo shorts. Of course. With like these crazy, like futuristic, like Say no
0: more. Yeah, futuristic is too much. They were
1: like, and they were like weird looking too. Like they were like for like um like street racing bikes, right? You know that kind of gear. Mm
0: -hmm. And I'm like,
1: why are you like? You're not in full gear. Why are you wearing boots that are like? (laughs) You're mixing
0: genres, man.
1: I yeah, like (laughs) aesthetically, you're not pleasing. (laughs) (laughs) Aesthetically, you're freaking me out.
0: It's so funny how like I always feel like those I've had those moments where like because my stupid stepdad. Told me early on, like you know, when I was in my formative years of high school, mm-hmm. like, hey, if you want to get a girl to like you, just go up to her and tell her. That's yeah. what girls like. They just want girls that are, you know, guys that are upfront and forward. Assertive. Yeah, and obviously, like the first three girls that I was into, I went up and told them flat out, like, I like you. We should date, or we should hang hold out. hands, or whatever. That's a little forward. Like, yeah, it's a little <laughs> forward. You should be like, I like you. We should hang out. I think I said something to like, we should go out.
1: Go see a movie, yeah, or something yeah. like
0: that, and yeah, they were definitely like, "Who are you?" No, yeah, and a, and it was like, yeah, I have a boyfriend already, and it's like, really, because I haven't seen you talk to one guy this whole see like semester. Anyway, oh, he's
1: out of town. Yeah, he goes to my church. He goes to a different school. <laughs> he goes to our rival school. <laughs> yeah.
0: But I understand. See, that's why women are so much better than men, because they'll always let men down easy. You know, mm-hmm. they'll always. You
1: have to, or you're going to yeah. end up in a freezer somewhere.
0: They're like, <laughs> you're gross. No.
1: I wish I could be a bitch. I wish <laughs> I could be a cunt, because like, I could just be like, fuck you, fucking right. weirdo.
0: Like, I wish I could, but then at the same time, I'm too fucking nice. Well, me being me too, I always want to go back in retrospect and go, what was it? Is it because I'm bald? Or I'm just not, you don't like white guys or what? Come it's on. It's just like, I'm going to reference Welcome to the Dollhouse when
1: she was like, like uh, what's her name? Fuck, what's, I can't remember her name. Don? Mm-hmm. I think it's Don or, anyway. She like tells the bully like in the bathroom, like, why are you doing this to me? Why are you so mean to me? Right. It's because you're ugly. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like,
0: God, that hurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: And I've been told that before too. Like, you know, some people, they just don't have any filter and they don't give a fuck and i mm. wish i had that don't give a fuck attitude <laughs> but i'm too nice cuz i'm like they're probably going to talk about it to somebody and they are right right you, know. right.
0: you don't want to crush them
1: yeah you want to let them down easy cuz again you don't want to end up in somebody's dinner that night <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> i remember like cuz i was a, also a really shy guy so like the first couple of girls that i was into i would like write them letters yeah. and then give them to like you know put them in their locker and shit like that and i'm thinking like this is it. This is gold. And she's like, I need to call the cops. Like, <laughs> Oh, God. Like looking over her shoulder like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's the thing. It's like, if you say secret admirer, she's going to think of the guy that she's into. Yeah. So it's probably not going to be you. Nine times out of ten, it's not you. But so when it becomes you, it's like, uh, super gross. You're like, but if oh. it was the dude that she was thinking, this dude. is going to be the moment that th- this is going to be the story they tell at their wedding.
1: Yeah. He wrote me a note, and I put, he put mm. it in my locker, and I, I checked yes. And it was so
0: sweet, and we were dating ever since. Instead of, like, that was the creepiest thing ever, and I had to tell the principal.
1: Yeah. Like, he would not leave me... I had a stalker in, in middle school, and he would call my house. double brag.
0: Oh, yes, totally. Hey,
1: you know? Because I was... I was... You know, I'm not... I wasn't as fat as I am now. <laughs> I was a looker, all right?
0: <laughs> Let myself go. But, um... <laughs> Like oh, to see you left. A, I'd like to see you now in ten years, just to see. Oh, the, dude,
1: it's just gonna be yeah. just. Oh. <laughs> Can't
0: wait. We're gonna have to roll you onto the stage.
1: Not enough Spanx is gonna help. <laughs> that should be the comedy <laughs> album in ten years. I put on not enough Spanx. <laughs> I
0: like it. I like it.
1: But um, yeah, like I had this stalker guy, and he would call constantly, mm. and I liked him, and we were dating. Yeah. Oh, so
0: you were dating your stalker? I've had a
1: couple of stalkers, actually. Wait, how are you
0: dating a stalker?
1: So we were dating. We started off boyfriend and girlfriend. Yes. We held hands. Yes. He kissed me on the cheek. That's as far as we went. I see. And then I moved, and then he got possessive. Where like, he started calling, he wouldn't let me like, talk to any other boys, right. and like if he saw another boy come up to me, he would start a fight, so then I had to break it up, because I don't want to date a jerk like that. Right. And so then when I broke it up with him, he would not stop calling, he would show up to my school, because I, I transferred different schools at this time, because right. we moved, and he would just show up and it's wait like
0: for Mark me. It's like Mark Wahlberg in fear. It all could have been different, Mr. Walker. You should have allowed nature to take its course. In the end, it will anyway. So let
1: me the fucking house. I haven't seen that either. (laughs) (laughs) Stop referencing movies. I don't know.
0: (laughs) You have a lot of homework to do. I got a lot
1: of Netflix cues. Okay. (laughs) So like he would show up and then like be like that. And then um, finally somehow he got he stopped. He stopped calling me and he stopped. It somehow worked itself out. But the second stalker was in high school. (laughs) And he was my we hated each other. And then we ended up dating each other
0: wow i know we absolutely couldn't it's a track
1: obviously and we dated and then like he would call me tell me he was going to commit suicide if i didn't take him back like he wanted me to have a baby and i'm like 17 yeah and then one night he's like i want to talk to you and i'm like no i don't want to talk to you you're crazy and then he's like i'm gonna come over there and if you don't want to talk to me i'm just gonna go kill myself i'm like go kill yourself like i was (laughs) such a bitch i love how like
0: those emotions are so like easy to think about when you're 17 you're like oh yeah that's totally like I can totally believe that I
1: mean if he killed himself I'd feel horrible (laughs) I'd feel terrible but (laughs) now
0: it's just like if you heard somebody guy someone doing it now you'd be like that's just yeah
1: Every time there's silence Even though silence is good Because mm-hmm. they're listening right? i rather there be silence Than people talking over me Because right. that's when I know They just Fuck this This is stupid yeah. But like if there is Silence I get so uncomfortable Because mm. I'm like I just need la- I need their energy To keep me Going Yeah,
0: I don't mind if there's silence But when there's When you do set it up And the punchline hits mm-hmm. And then there's still silence That's when you're like Oh
1: Oh, that's worse, too, We're just bombs and you're like, oh, well, I'm going to go cry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go and cry in the corner for a little bit and mm-hmm, not want to do mm-hmm. this ever again.
0: Because I've learned early, too, like, like I'm kind of a storyteller I, or there'll be moments where, like, yeah, there'll be a minute where it, there hasn't been a joke said, but I'm just doing setup, but hoping that, yeah, after that minute, there'll be a big joke here. Yeah. So it's not necessarily like I'm looking for just small jokes all the time. It's like, yeah, I'm looking for maybe just bigger jokes less of the time. I don't know. You know,
1: <laughs> We're all still trying to figure it out. Like I'm still trying to figure out when I get like a mm. new premise to a, an idea or an idea of a joke that I want to do and it's not fully flushed. You just have to play around with it until it works or yeah. until you hate it and then you chuck it <laughs> and then you come back to it like four months later.
0: <laughs> yes. And do you do that a lot on stage or do you just
1: Sometimes like sometimes I'll just if it's a if it's a show show, like where people there's a lot of people and they want to be entertained, I'll just do a material. All my stuff that I know works, you know.
0: And do you do crowd work and all it?
1: I sometimes do. Sometimes you have to. Yeah. Because sometimes like they need to they need to be reset
0: I feel like the crowd work is the life raft if yes. a joke hits or it was supposed to hit and it doesn't then you're like all right who's in the crowd that I can maybe make a joke with
1: <laughs> and then sometimes people don't want to be the you yeah know? so it's kind of funny when you try to do crowd work yeah but then like the person you decide to pick at random is just so <laughs> not having it and you're just like I'm sorry this I, is horrible for both of us <laughs> I did
0: that once And I, I don't know if you, I mean I'm sure I've told it in front of you I remember, um, but I'm not assuming that you remember a lot of my material, but I'm assuming that you've seen this where I <laughs> I was talking about farting on a bicycle, making my booze faster. Yeah. And I tried to lengthen it and do crowd work with it where I'd go into the audience and then go like, well, make a fart noise and I'll tell you how hard it, you would boost. And most That's of the... was funny. Yeah. It, would, it fun. It was fun. Like, and who doesn't want to make a fart sound?
1: Yeah.
0: And um, yeah, um, this is like early... I'm still trying things. I'm just like, oh, this works. I'm not doing it.
1: <laughs> oh my God. But at least you're going out, out of your right. comfort zone and like trying something different and having fun with it. Yes. Instead of reciting something you're so
0: over. And that's my biggest thing too, is that early on, I'm always like, I'm not thinking about like, oh, let's just try to make them laugh. I'm like, but let's try to make them laugh with something I'm like, you know, that I can be proud of like, Oh yeah, this is a joke that makes, you know, smart people laugh. Like it's not just a fart joke, but then I'm like, yeah, but did it make them laugh? So shut the fuck up. Like
1: (laughs) it sucks when you're like, fuck, I'm that stereotype. (laughs) I did a fart joke and yeah, attack. Fuck. You know, like I, I did, um, I used to do this one joke where it was like I wanted to be a psychic medium Yes. and like give readings and that's how I would do crowd work was
0: you're doing psychic readings, yeah, yes.
1: doing psychic readings. And I'm like, sir, can I come into your energy? And he's like, nope. And I'm like, all right, okay, I knew that.
0: <laughs>
1: Saw that coming. And it's like, nope, I did not see that coming. And then I'm like, this is not awkward at all. Like, you, mm-hmm. you, you just got to, like, make fun of the present moment. <laughs> when I made fun of, like, saying, like, stating, yeah, this is awkward. This is weird that this guy doesn't want to go along. He's kind of yes. being the fuddy-duddy of the yep. group. And the rest of the night, I'm like, oh, don't ask that guy.
0: You know, just <laughs> yeah. kind of like. Now you can. He's your your throwback. Yeah, like, he's
1: my throwback play. You know, mm-hmm. I can play off of him a little bit, <laughs> even though he doesn't want to. But whatever. I'm raping you with my jokes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did that with the fart joke, and I totally asked a girl, like, and she was like, maybe 19, maybe 20, who knows? And she did not want to play. I was like, who wishes also that, that every time when they farted on a bicycle, they would instantly boost nobody wishes that I also wish that not only would you boost if you farted but the velocity of the fart would determine the velocity of the boost meaning the harder the fart the faster you go now let's get into an example with this lovely lady miss can you give me your best fart mouth sound like, not out of your butt, but like out of your mouth. I think I can't. No, let, let's just do it. And then I'll judge how fast I would go on a bicycle with that sound effect. I can't. You're not going to even, you can't even go. Ah oh, man. See? Hot chicks don't dance. They don't dance. No matter what, they'll just kind of go like, hey, I'm a hot chick. I don't have to do what you tell me to Right, I understand. It's all right. I pick on you. What a little yeah, and I'm just like,
1: if somebody's being an asshole, then that's mm. when you can belittle them. But
0: it's if like, they don't want to participate,
1: you can't because then now they're the victim. Yes, and you made them the victim.
0: So everybody's, everybody's
1: like side up with her.
0: <laughs> yes. Why are you making fun of that hot chick?
1: She's just sitting there waiting for a drink, sir. Why are you bothering her? Oh my god, that comic was rude. Yep, he was trying to make her make a fart noise. (laughs) Oh my god, your cat is so cute. Sorry.
0: (laughs) Yeah, she's cute.
1: Oh, little fat kitty. Anyway,
0: (laughs) no, but I, I definitely find that like I don't know what the hell I'm doing, and then it's always like every time when it something works. You know, you're always like now chasing that. You're like trying to recreate it. And it's you like, can't. you can't. It was just that. It was no. just the moment.
1: Yeah. You know, and you got to take it for what it was.
0: Like when I've had those girls make a really cool fart noise. That's when you're like, okay, that was that good moment. Yeah. But when a girl's like, no, I'm not doing it. You're like, all right, well, moving on. I like- <laughs> come
1: to a comedy show if you don't want to like. Be right. laughter and right. joy why right. are you being a negative black hole in this room
0: and yeah it's not like i asked you to really like just cut wind right now like
1: yeah i'm not holding a mic up to your butt and yeah like, let's, let's do it lady let's
0: which get... come to think of it i maybe sh- that's how no, i should don't close ideas. no 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 no
1: it is very unsanitary <laughs> somebody will get pink eye or pink mouth
0: <laughs> speaking of uh Dirty comics. I assume since you're a woman, you saw the latest uh, Amy Schumer special. I
1: have not yet.
0: Oh, well, now you've just set women back like 10%.
1: I know. I just, again, I'm not up to date. <laughs> I'm not up to date whatsoever. Like, I still want to go see Beauty and the Beast.
0: Right, right. But
1: um, I haven't seen Amy Schumer. I haven't even seen her last special. I haven't seen Eliza's special. Mm. I think the most recent comedian that I've seen... That was actually, I saw right when it came out, was uh, Baby Cobra.
0: Yes, Ali Wong. That Dude. special was hilarious. That was, she was so funny.
1: It had a, a through line the entire freaking time, and it started from one end and came back all the way around. That was the most well-thought-out, yeah, well-produced, well-written special and I've seen in a while
0: I agree and I wasn't really familiar with her before that special <laughs> oh she's great yeah
1: she's just like fierce like ti- you know yeah. tiger mom <laughs> but
0: like <laughs> I'd see her like you know her name on the uh, you know comedy store regulars and stuff so I'm a- I was aware of her but then when I saw the special I was like oh yeah this girl's a Dude, killer she's
1: like straight up killer and she's mm. only like four foot nothing yeah
0: <laughs> and she was so pregnant on that special
1: it was great I, yeah. I thought that special was amazing totally and, like, it totally threw you through a loop and like she's like no I wish I was a stay mom you guys right. are like,
0: ruining it for me and i would love <laughs> that's the thing like this the one thing i want to like kind of show like like other people that aren't kind of in the game and i wouldn't say i'm in the game but at least i'm a v- very big fan of the game yeah and like this is like two specials like amy schumer's latest and her and ali wong's latest are totally like night and day like different in but still dirty like they're both dirty yeah. but it's like this is how you can do dirty really funny and this is just i almost want to say like this is just low stupid I don't like I hate it. I I'm not a I am not I do wanna talk bad about her special, but I just feel like it wasn't her A material. It was like a forced special to Amy? Yeah.
1: Well like I think a lot of people are trying to hit that standard of once a year do a special. Right. But sometimes jokes don't take it takes two years, three years for a joke to come together and it's like, you know, Louis C.K. put out this huge fucking standard that everybody's trying to meet, yeah. And sometimes not a lot of people can make it. But, but even
0: he's saying now that he doesn't want to do one a year.
1: Yeah, because it's just so it's so much pressure. But then all the to- at the same time, it's not even Louis C.K. It's this you need to create new content of constantly, course. and people are just eating it up, and they're not even appreciating it. Mm-hmm. Like,
0: well, it's the one thing about like the difference between comedy and like music. You know, yeah, there's greatest hits with comedy, but not as much like i don't know i mean i guess if you get to a certain level people want to hear the hits yeah but for a lot of comics there's never really the hits yeah you know it's nobody wants to hear the hits mm -mm. (laughs) unless
1: you're on five o'clock funnies (laughs) right
0: and if you yeah do 20 minutes and then they go see you a month later they don't want to see the same 20 minutes
1: no they it's the demand for new material and new content to be published is is so ridiculous Mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. why i don't invite anybody to
0: shows (laughs)
1: i mean unless people ask me to invite people i'll I'll send out an invite but i'm not constantly hitting up friends like hey come out to my show because you're going to see the same 10 minutes that you've seen before and it still sucks yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i agree i'm almost in that stage too where it's like i don't want anybody to see me that i know outside of comedy until i'm like getting paid to to do comedy yeah. <laughs> then you can pay and see me <laughs> exactly that's
1: like why i relate to pete holmes a lot because he's like when i first started like my first show i invited mm. everybody and now when i do comedy i don't want anyone to come yeah because i i'm trying to work things out i'm trying to say things that aren't that are uncomfortable to yeah. talk about and like that's how i feel like i don't really want everybody to come see me
0: That's my biggest hang up now is just being in front of other comics that have seen this material the eighth time or whatever.
1: That's already that's already gives me anxiety. Yeah, because like I know they don't like it. Mm. I know they just want me off the stage so they can get on stage. Mm. And it's just like, you know, I I feel I don't know. I feel like this anxiety of like, I want to do well. But then how am I going to do well when these people have seen it for the 20th time? Yeah.
0: Like, how do I make this original even though I've said it? A hundred yeah. times already. Exactly. And they haven't laughed ninety nine.
1: <laughs> exactly. And then like you do a show and one of those comics is at a show and they're like, Oh, you're really funny, I forgot. And mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh, mm-hmm. thanks. <laughs> and I'm just gonna go shoot myself now. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> But yeah, like, I think honesty is really the best thing you can do because...
0: Right. Especially now that it does seem that in this day and age, there is a lot of uh, sexual baggage that comes with a lot of people, you know, like tons. I'm I mean, secretly this or I'm into this or by the way, I got a dick. <laughs> like, well,
1: like I think everybody, like if you go around, there's nothing wrong with you going around and hooking up with people, but you got to realize you're taking other people's energy. Mm. So like when you hook up with somebody, you're energetically connected to them. So like if you hook up with them, imagine you're hooking up with like how they say with STDs, you're hooking up (laughs) with whoever they've hooked up with before and you're taking on all that baggage. Mm -hmm. So I rather just not even deal with it and cut cut it out completely because right now I know myself when I start seeing somebody, I fall for them hard and I don't fall for them just for the moment. Right. You know, I really fall in love with people and I'm a hopeless romantic. Like, I will do everything in my power to give them my all. But how can I give somebody my all if I don't love myself? So that's why I'm like, eh, we're not going to do that right now.
0: So you do feel like that there's always, like, a time frame. Like, if I'm dating a guy for this long, we should be boyfriend and girlfriend by this time or vice versa. I think you
1: should shit or get off the pot. Right. You know, like, figure it out. Like, do you want to be with this person or not? And, like, to be flighty about it is is not cool to you and it's not cool to them. Like, I don't want to hurt somebody. Like, if I'm not interested, I'll tell somebody right away. Yeah. I'm like, look, I'm not looking for anything. Like, don't. And I tell guys, too. I'm like, some guys want to hang out with me and they think that I'm going to start dating them. And I let (laughs) them know right away that's not the case. Like, I'm not dating anybody and I don't want, and you're not the one that I'm going to start dating.
0: Right. Well, guys always want to be that exception.
1: Yeah. Um, they always want to be the one, and mm-hmm. you're like, you're not the one. I'll turn her. <laughs> I mean, I definitely perv out on dudes, and I creep <laughs> on them. And I'm like,
0: damn. <laughs> yeah, you still have your own uh, alone time.
1: Yeah, like I think about certain, you know, like there was this handsome man that came in to my salon, and I was just like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> what a dreamboat! And I was flustered, and I've never been flustered before, right, to that extent where my I felt my face getting red.
0: You were like in a rom com,
1: dude. For real, I was just like, he winked at me, and I'm like, oh god, <laughs> oh Jesus! He looked at me, I'm melting.
0: <laughs> and was he like, <laughs> like a secret agent or some sort of? Uh, he was like a secret agent man. He was, he <laughs> in was, a suit,
1: he was very suave, and, and you have like, a British accent. And it was funny because, like, I was cutting. The guy that I have a cr- uh, uh, this guy I have a crush on, but I was like keeping it cool and smooth. Like I was like totally like, yeah, ugh, I'm totally red. Let me <laughs> fade your hair, i sick, bro. And then like he comes in, I'm like, oh my god, you're so cute. <laughs> and he wanted me to cut his hair right then and there, and I'm like, I'm like, uh, yeah, I can get you at four.
0: <laughs> and you totally comically pushed the other dude aside and just went-
1: he saw me sweating. <laughs> He saw me get flustered, and I I haven't talked to him since because I don't want to be like, oh, yeah, you saw saw where I lost my cool? Mm -hmm. Remember that? (laughs) When a hotter guy came in that's hotter than you? (laughs) He came in, and I totally lost my cool. See,
0: but that might make the guy that much more into you because he knows he has to compete or, oh, she's not that into me.
1: I don't think so because he hasn't called me back.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe because he knows you're celibate.
1: Probably. Oh, no, he doesn't know I'm celibate, so no. but
0: But do you think you would hold that against the guy if he was like, oh, you're not wanting to hook up? Um, piece deuces it shoot, or <laughs> it
1: shoots it, yeah i shoot myself in the foot because there is you know there when i was celibate the first time there was this guy i had it i was definitely interested in and i was definitely would want a relationship with and right. that shot myself in the foot because he knew i wasn't looking for anything mm-hmm. and he would flirt with me but then like i would be like oh i like you and he's like oh but you're not you're celibate. I'm like, not anymore.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, I could be your girl anytime, <laughs> but and that know, didn't help. No, it didn't. It didn't. It actually, you you cut a lot of the fat out of your life, and you cut all the the guys that don't that aren't going to be there in for, for the, the long wrong
0: run. reasons.
1: Yeah, the guys that aren't in for the long run, you cut those guys out, and it's it's kind of nice, you right, know? Right, right. And then the guys that do stay, you're not attracted to,
0: so <laughs>
1: <Ooh>. <laughs> oh. or just really shitty on the mic. Well, no, not, I'm not just saying comics. I'm saying, like, in general, like, there is other guys that, you know, are still, you know, are, that are interested in me. I'm just not interested in them. And right. They're not bad looking dudes. It's just I'm not attracted to either the personality or the conversation. Yeah. I need to talk to somebody. I can't just have a pretty face. I've dated a guy with a pretty face and it's boring. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I've never had that. Uh, no. <laughs> Um, no, I've dated a lot of pretty girls, (laughs) especially if they're listening, Uh, but no, like I, I remember that myself where I was always looking for somebody that I could talk to more than, Oh, she likes me, you know, or she is willing to see me naked.
1: (laughs) Exactly. I mean, that's a definite factor, you know? Right.
0: No, I've definitely want that, but it is, I've always thought of it like, okay, Even if you find a girl that's awesome in bed for an hour a day, every day of the week, you know, you're having great sex for that hour every day. There's still 23 hours that you're going to have to do something else with her. Yeah. And I would like those 23 hours to be just as good as that one hour.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Like you have to have somebody that is intellectually there. Right. That is on your level that you can have a conversation with. And sometimes common interest is a factor. You know, you have to have somebody that likes some of the stuff you do. But you don't have to have them completely exactly what you like because that's boring. You get bored after a while, you know. So, like, I think having somebody that you can talk to and have good conversation skills about nothing is a turn on. It's definitely a turn on because it's just like, oh, wow. Like I could just be comfortable talking about soup with this guy.
0: Well, I think that's why comics gravitate towards other comics is because, yeah, they're always those natural people that are like, what's the deal with this? Isn't this weird? Let's talk about it. Let's overanalyze every little minutiae thing about our lives. Yeah. And that's great
1: because it's and that's most of the reason why I dated comics. I dated comics even before I got into comedy. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. like. I was attracted to a certain quality, and that quality is like let's look at this most mundane thing, and see what's funny about it, and talk about it for like two hours, you know, totally, or an hour, not two hours, because two hours is too long.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we gotta have sex at some point.
1: Yeah, like I don't want to talk about ramen anymore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we can't make a twenty bit about ramen. <laughs> exactly.
1: There's no. It's worth ten cents. It's not even anything.
0: <laughs>
1: but um, I you know it's just uh. You have to have some sort of conversation to keep yourself interested in a person.
0: I've had those moments where I've literally thought to myself, like, and it's usually towards the end of the relationship. It's like, I don't have anything to talk to you. Like, I think we've had every conversation we're ever going to have. Yeah. Like, we've ran out of stuff to say. (laughs)
1: This is now surface level, and I don't want that.
0: It's just the weather and was the voice contestant really that good? When you're doing really small
1: good. talk in your re- relationship, it's fucking over. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've gotten to that point in a lot of relationships. And it is like not even like girls that I'm with and dating. It's like friendships and friend- you know, oh, yeah. I've- relationships with certain family members. It's like, oh, you're just the guy I talk about angel stuff with. Yeah. Like you don't talk about any other crap. And that's fine. But I would never want to live with you.
1: Exactly. (laughs) No, totally. And like, that's why I'm like, okay, I need something more. Let's have an activity. Let's go on an adventure. Let's do something fun. Yeah. Like I can't just be in your room watching you play video games or like,
0: (laughs) well, that's fun too.
1: I mean, sex is great. I mean, I love sex, but like.
0: While sex playing is, video games? Well, no. I mean, there's
1: <laughs> that's a porn.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: That's a porn genre that I'm not into. It's very boring. Another, <laughs>
0: yeah, video game porn. Hmm. Uh, it's not my thing, anyway. Yeah.
1: But like, sex to me in relationships is a bonus.
0: I agree. I'm, but I'm also like you say. I get antsy. I get like, oh, I'm not that type of guy that can like just binge watch Netflix for like 12 hours, even if it's really good. And it's like, you know, House of Cards is awesome. After the third episode, I'm like, let's. I can't be on this couch anymore. Let's get the fuck out of <laughs> yeah, here. Like, you, I want to unplug. Let's go on a hike and talk about how crazy Game of Thrones was or whatever. <laughs> exactly.
1: Like It just can't be... You just sit and lounge around all the time. You yep. have to get up, go explore, see something, experience something, grow together.
0: And as a comic, I'm always looking for material. I'm always like, yeah. let's experience so I can maybe...
1: Make something funny about this. Exactly. And that's a hard thing, too, when you date somebody that's not a comic. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, are you going to talk about this on stage? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I
0: am. Especially if it was really funny and crazy. <laughs>
1: I'm going to talk about everything. If it's funny, yep. I'm definitely going to talk about it. Yep. Like, I dated this one guy um, last sum- like last year, and he was like, you're a lot prettier without glasses on. I'm like, wow. you look great without glasses, too. <laughs> 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 like, I don't have to see your ugly ass. Mm-hmm, Ugh. Mm-hmm. But, like, so you know, like there's some guys like that, that one dude that I, I was just talking about, like who made the glasses comment was so surface level. Like he didn't like me for Amber. He Hmm. liked the, the idea of Amber. If that makes sense. Yep.
0: I've watched, uh, when Harry met Sally. Yeah,
1: I I haven't. (laughs) (laughs) We've already discussed this. I haven't watched sleepless in Seattle. I thought it was Philadelphia.
0: (laughs) That's what she was saying. Uh, it Meg Ryan's character. She, uh, she goes through a breakup and she was talking to Harry, Billy Crystal, mm-hmm. about like, you know, what she misses most. And she says, like, I don't miss him, but I miss the idea of him. Oh, uh, OK. So,
1: yeah, that makes sense, because, like, the idea of a person's great. Beca- but then when you get into, like, who they are as a person, what what their tics are, what their flaws are as a human, you're like, oh, no, I don't really want that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, I will stroke your ego a little bit. No, don't. <laughs> I always thought you were funny from day one, at least when I was first on the scene and I saw you at Blacklight. Thank you. And that was a hard room to definitely, like, make people <laughs> laugh at.
1: It's still a hard room, even though there's no mic going on, yeah. except for <laughs> I mean, I love Anthony and Rude. Like, they are, Hell yeah. they're the coolest dudes ever, and, like, they gave me an opportunity, and, like, I was so stoked that they let me host, but, like... There was so much like personal stuff going on that I right. just didn't, I couldn't commit to like a Tuesday night.
0: And how difficult is that? Like, cause I know I've gone through some shit and I'll say it personally, like it's tough to try to make people laugh after you've had a really shitty day all up until that moment.
1: <laughs> Dude, it's hard having a shitty life. And, yeah.
0: <laughs> you no, know, like,
1: you know, right now I'm like, I'm putting comedy on the back burner hmm. for just temporarily. I mean, you know, I'm going through a lot of stuff right now. Yeah. And it's kind of hard cuz your personal life, it's like my one of my friend my dear friend Ricky Trant, he was saying this and he's a comic and he he put things in perspective for me. Um there there's like a like a table. Like a table has like three or four legs mm-hmm. to support it. If one of those legs is missing, the table's out of balance. And going to fall over. It's going to fall over. So you got to like kind of manipulated around I don't think he said table I think he said cooking <laughs> burner but anyway <laughs> and I was like trying to think of the analogy might um, have been
0: vehicle or
1: vehicle but like,
0: airplane something like that
1: but if you're like I can't remember because it it's so foggy and I don't know it's been such a long time but you know I gotta say like if something is out of balance in your life yeah. you kind of have to tend to that thing so right. it doesn't trickle into the rest of it because it that will affect you
0: Well, I've noticed that's the thing with, like, yeah, being, like, a comic because you always want to, like, say, you know, most comics are that sad clown. Yeah. But I feel like, yeah, you can be the sad clown, but it's always sad stuff from your past or stuff that you've dealt with and gone through with it Mm -hmm. and been able to turn something into now a joke.
1: That's my favorite comedy.
0: But – it's not the stuff that you're dealing with at that second. No, like, oh, because
1: you're still going through it. Yeah. You like, haven't found the funny in it.
0: So that's the, yeah, that's when you're not funny is like when I'm going, th- like the day I'm going through a breakup, that's not when I'm like, oh, let's go do a mic.
1: Yeah, no, totally. Like <laughs> I totally feel you because like there's, there's nights where I'm like, I don't want to go on stage and talk. I, mm. I want to kind of stew in my own thoughts and yeah. be miserable. And that's fine. That's a human emotion, you know? Like, I say that as I'm, like, a, a reptile. <laughs> <laughs> it's human. It's a human emotion, Conehead, you know? Oh, my God.
0: But I do feel like, no, as a comedian, mm-hmm. we are living, like, a, a weird lifestyle, like, a weird existence where it's, like, a lot of people can't understand it unless it you you're a comic. Time. Yeah. yeah.
1: Only other comics understand what you're dealing with because, mm. like, you're trying to have a job to support you. You're going out late at night. Somehow, sometimes coming home at three or four in the morning because yep. you're talking to other comics. You're developing these relationships.
0: Yeah, it's all about people. networking. Yeah, I don't
1: like networking, but yes, <laughs> it's not really. Yeah, yeah, it is a necessary evil. Yeah, but. You know, most of the time I just want to fuck with the people that I get along with. I, I enjoy their company and I spend I like spending time with them. I don't really like the people that are out grinding yeah. and, and are networking, you know, because like yeah. not, I don't want to say sorry, I'm backtracking, but <laughs> the thought that I'm trying to say is um, I like more genuine down to earth people. And mm. that's where I find that if I'm surrounded with those types, I can be more myself and hence I can be more funny right if that makes sense
0: i remember like early on being at open mics i would always like you know try to be on you know try to be like oh i'm gonna try to do try to be witty try to be fast and smart and like you know talking about pop culture things whatever like try to be just as funny off stage as i was on stage yourself out yeah and i was like two or three mics in i was like this is exhausting i can't do it and then i just was that guy that just stood in the corner and didn't talk to anybody
1: yeah like i think the first two years i was that person where i was just like oh my god look at me let's Mm. be friends oh my god we're so funny and then after i burnt myself out i was just like leave me alone i don't want to talk to any of you people
0: (laughs) well i can definitely tell with certain comics yeah there's moments where it's like i'm not gonna talk to that guy not that he thinks i'm a dick or he doesn't want to talk to me it's just he doesn't look like he wants to talk to anybody right now. He's in yeah. his thing or whatever they're you can doing. See, their... like
1: they're in their aura and they yeah. they're like you know body language mostly. Like mm-hmm. don't want to talk. And it's so funny because when I used to do scallywags, the yes. open mic. I just worked a seven-hour day on mm-hmm. my feet because, you know, I do barbering. Yeah. And I have to be on for the clients where, like, you know, I have to make them feel comfortable in order for me to cut their hair because not a lot of guys trust women to cut their hair.
0: That's amazing.
1: So, like, you know, and I'm like – Because
0: I've only had – the time I had hair, I only had girls cut my hair. Well,
1: like, it's it makes more sense. Like, I'm going to make you look more fuckable. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to make you look better than what you came in <laughs> unless you trust that dude to make – you know, like, right, whatever. Right, right. But, like – Most of the time, to ease them in and to make them feel comfortable, where they're not so tense, because it makes my job difficult. Yeah, when they're tensed up and they don't trust me, so I have to be funny and silly and witty.
0: But do you feel like they have to do that too, or they're like? It's a give and take. Mm -hmm. If
1: you just keep giving and giving and giving, you're going to deplete yourself. You got to receive too. But in order to like to get to that point where they feel comfortable and you feel comfortable, you have to find a common ground and connect. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to connect with each person because sometimes you get eight different type of personalities. Right. And some people are energy vampires, you know. (laughs) So you'll spend time with them. And then after they leave the room, you're just like, oh, my God, I feel like I just ran up a mountain and I'm exhausted. And so when the open mic would happen at Scallywags, I'd feel terrible because all these comics, which is like we had about almost 30 people all the time. I remember
0: going there. That was like probably one of the first mics after I started going to Blacklight.
1: That was like a pop and mic. It was all night. And so I would be at the shop from like maybe 11 or 12 in the afternoon to literally maybe 1230 at night. Sometimes 9 a.m. to 10 or 10 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. Working all day and then staying. And yeah, it
0: might be fun, but it's still work. Yeah, you know, it's still a job.
1: Because I got to make sure none of the fucking comics get, go through anything. I got to mm-hmm. make sure they don't steal anything. Right. And then <laughs> shit would always pop off at that mic, so...
0: Yeah, I always forget, like, oh, yeah, comics are shitheads. They're dirtbags.
1: No, <laughs> they are. And, like, I love comics, which I, I really do, but yeah. open micers are assholes. <laughs> <laughs> they really are. And, like, they're rude. They want to make fun of you and make fun of how badly your set went, and you're like...
0: But ah. do you feel like, and maybe this is me just, like, putting this image out there, but... Do you feel different, yeah, being, like, a female in the open comic scene?
1: Uh, you know, I go And I, I'm sure
0: it's tough to go, like, well, I don't know how it is being a dude, so...
1: When I first started, <laughs> I had... I felt, like, more at ease at the L.A. mics mm. than I did at Orange County. And then when I started doing Orange County mic, I felt like it was more cliquish at the time. I could see that. And it was more, like, you're not a part of our club, so we don't want to talk to you. And then at the other, at the same time, too, like... You know, there'd be guys that are hitting on you or like, you know, mm-hmm. getting into your space and, you know, like I'm this hot chick, like I'm a hot chick, <laughs> you know? but um, I felt like, you know, sometimes I was, I didn't belong. I felt like kind of out of place um, unless I had a friend, right. and like, you know, if I had somebody I knew or somebody I got along with, I'd felt comfortable. But the, for the most part, I would have major anxiety if I was by myself, which I never had before. And like, it got worse as, uh, it got worse last summer. Like last summer I was definitely having more anxiety issues where I'm like, I just don't want to go. It was like, deb- you know, deb- because debilitar. guys
0: were treating you in a certain way that you didn't yeah. want to do it.
1: Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. Cause like there would be times where I go do a mic and like they would say things and it was just kind of like, it took me aback. Like, why would you say something like that to me? Like there was this one guy, he said something about how I had a fat ass and he didn't make it funny. He came at me. It, it, it's all in tone, right? And and if you were to if you were to be silly about it, like if Josh Waldrop were to say that, I would crack up. I'd be like, whatever. I know you, but if it's coming from a stranger, I have no idea who you are. Right. I don't know how you joke. It comes. I'm off just trying to
0: picture how many times somebody could say it and it'd be like, no, that's not the cool way. This is the cool way.
1: Yeah, like it's all in tone and infliction. Mm-hmm. So like you know, and this guy did and- not. Do know, I know you? Yeah, I didn't know this guy. <laughs> I had no idea who this dude
0: was. I would feel awkward saying it to a person that I've known for 20 years, let alone just go up to some girl that I you just know, met. just met and just <laughs> met, hey girl, but I and don't he know. And
1: on the microphone nice. and everyone looked at me and I have like that bar. Barber- he was like
0: following you? like.
1: Well, no, he was kind of creeping me out from the get go. Like when I got there, mm. he was kind of like checking me out and making me feel uncomfortable. He had awesome. way too much to drink. Right. Right. And I already am uncomfortable around people who are drunk, you know? Right. Because I'm very hyper-vigilant when it comes to that. Like, it just... I get, I feel, like, you know, guard up and stuff like that. And, like, I didn't know this dude from Adam or Eve. I don't even yeah. know his name. Yeah. And, like, he was checking me out, making me feel uncomfortable. And then, like, that shit a response. Like, oh, well, we're just joking. We're yeah. just comics, yeah. you know? No, you're being a fucking creep, and I want to check you and put you in your place. But then I'm the bitch, you know? I feel like
0: that's the thing a lot of women, like, and I'm... I hate that women have to deal with this and I don't want to feel like this, like I'm now your, you know, feminist chivalry guy, Yeah. but it is like, it's, it's weird to me. Cause I, I forget that women have to go through this stuff. Like, cause I'm just not a part of it. So it's not in my world. So I'm like, wow. Like every time when I hear a story like that, I'm always like, that sucks. Like that really happens to girls. Yeah. What the fuck guys? What? Do- Stop like. God, guys, damn. You know, like
1: it's, you're with a bunch of dudes. You have something to prove. This
0: isn't even like comics now. It's like, this is just like no guy should just go up to a girl and do this. Yeah. And and now you're hiding behind like, oh, you didn't, you can't take a joke. And you're like, that wasn't a joke. You were just
1: being <laughs> fucking creepy. Yeah. And like you're being a perv and mm. like you need to fucking check yourself, dude. Yeah. And like I come from the barbering background where like if somebody does something like that to you, you have to stick up for yourself. Of course. You got, you're got you with a bunch of dudes so you can't be like passive right, right. and turn the other cheek. You have to be like, F- what the hell, dude? Like get the fuck out of here, you know?
0: Now, would you appreciate if some other guy just stepped in and went, dude, sh- shut yeah. the fuck up?
1: Yeah. I would. That would be awesome. Right. Because like, you know, it you, you have a choice. Like you can make it awkward. Yeah. And you could be like, you know, or you can make it funny and you try. I try to. I try to make it funny. Of course. You know, because that's what we're here to do is to be comedians mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. laugh it off. But sometimes like I'm not in the mood to laugh. Like sometimes right. you put me in a weird place where I don't feel comfortable. So like. For another guy to say something and step up and speak up, that'd be freaking great. But that's not going to really happen. I mean, yeah. it, it does happen, but it doesn't happen often.
0: The weird thing about it is that it's so unrelatable for men. Because if a woman were to come up to me and tell me that I had a fat ass, yeah. I'd be like, first of all, are you blind? Like, Because or, it's not
1: a threat. Yeah.
0: And, I'm, I, and I wouldn't take it as like, you oh, this ha- girl's trying to hook up with me. If anything, I'm like... Sweet, I still got it. like <laughs> Yeah,
1: Papa Daryl got it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, you see that, guys? Everybody, everybody. Five, yeah, <laughs> I'm
1: the man. Look up, look. Right, I
0: told you. Th- I told you, girls like me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, like because guys don't see it as a threat. They're like, yeah. oh If a girl said that to me, I'm like, well, yeah. it's Like there's such
0: a different mentality that men will never understand, and I it's because I never under I will never understand it because the same actions I'll. I just react in a different way, and I don't know if it's because yeah, I'm just a dude, and I don't.
1: Yeah, and... I mean, I've definitely hard, hit on guys hard, right? Whereas, like, whoa, Amber, you're being the creep. <laughs> you need to hold it back.
0: <laughs> I threw out the fat ass, and he didn't even say anything. To me. I talked
1: about the G titties, up? <laughs> 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 and like, you know, like, oh god,
0: <laughs> like, how? M- okay, can you recreate? Yeah, like the biggest letdown.
1: The biggest letdown. Uh,
0: some guy that you were into, and then you finally. Brought the courage up, and then you got shot down.
1: Oh, I definitely got shot down. Like there was like um, there was a guy I was really interested in, and like we were both single. He was flirting with me, and I was flirting with him. But this is another thing. Like you have to be able to read people, Mm -hmm. and I wasn't reading that he was just a major flirt. Ah. So I'm thinking because I, you know, like I was feeling low self esteem, so any kind of attention was like, oh, hey, what's up? Right. Yeah. Hey.
0: Well, and and. and Attention from somebody that you're into is automatically, like, you're going to read that into it way more yeah. than if somebody was just, like, you know, I'm not finding this person attractive. And
1: so then I would flirt with them back.
0: And, and they then, would respond. And they
1: were flirting with me back. And then, like, I finally was, like, hey, I wouldn't mind dating you or, like, hooking up or something. And they're, like, oh, no, no, no. I'm I'm not interested in, like, that. Like, I don't think you're you just you know i'm not the type of guy you want to date and i'm like well, why did you even like why'd you even like blow smoke up my ass like right. why'd you even you know make me would film? you guys just hang
0: out just the two of you or you just see each other at like mics and stuff i or? would
1: see him at mics but like you know i'm
0: assuming this is a, another comic
1: oh yeah <laughs> i mean i'm like totally notorious for dating comics oh uh,
0: i didn't know that didn't... well
1: now everybody knows <laughs> <laughs>
0: well yeah of well, course
1: like, it's hard for me to date because i understand but right now actually i'm on apps i'm like abstinent is that how you say it? Abstinent or abstinence?
0: I don't know. Yeah, you're abstinent unless you're saying you're drinking absinthe.
1: I'm doing, I'm doing both. <laughs> <laughs> no, like uh, I decided I'm not dating for a while. But, I just Yeah, get- celibate. Yeah, celibate. That makes sense, right? Yeah. Jake, Jake uh, what's his name? Jake Luce right I always called him Jake Lewis. <laughs> Wrong, Jake with an L name. <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, Jake Lewis was like, "No, you're abstinent because you're still doing stuff." Right? I'm like, "Yeah," and I'm like, "God, oh, that's too much information. Why did I even talk about that?"
0: <laughs> oh, right.
1: But right. But anyway, like you know, after that didn't fall through, I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna not date anybody. Right. Because like right now, it's just not worth my time or energy because. You know, I need to get my life together. I'm not happy with who I am.
0: I'm not happy with my
1: personal life. I don't feel confident enough to be dating anybody because I don't love myself.
0: I ran into that right after I, like maybe when I was 22. Mm -hmm. And yeah, 22 to like maybe 26, I was just like, I need to not be thinking about that. I need to not. I I did it before. I need to help myself and not try to just be in some shitty relationship because, yeah, up until that point, it was like –
1: I don't want to settle. Yeah. And that's how I feel because I did it years ago. Like I went two years celibacy, Hmm. got my shit together, got my own apartment, went on a bunch of road trips, found myself, (laughs) Amber got a groove back, you know. (laughs) And then I started dating and then I started dating guys and uh, the last two relationships I was in were very, like, heartbreaking. Like the last boyfriend I had – was a jerk and he was cheating on me and made me feel like I was the only girl he was seeing, but he was seeing like other chicks and like, right.
0: And would you have been cool if he was like upfront and just said, yeah. Hey, I'm not like ready to be exclusive, but let's I hang think out honesty, still.
1: Or Like a lot of people, a lot of girls are weird. Cause like, this is where guys find the problem. They're like, Oh yeah, I'll be like uh, upfront and honest. And I'll be like, I'm not looking for anything. But then the girl still gets attached. Right. But for somebody who's a career a career person who has their own shit together, They appreciate the honesty. Yeah. So like for me, honesty is the best policy because at least you're not wasting my time and I can make the decision to go forward or to leave you away. Go away. Walk away.
0: Well, I'm not going to lie. Like I would assume most dudes are always thinking like I can never be honest because what girl's going to just be cool with. uh, Hey, I'm dating other chicks besides you, but you're really awesome. So let's still hang out.
1: Yeah. Like I've dated this one guy and like, This was, like, years ago, and, like, we were, like, you know, hooking up and just, you know, not serious, but it was starting to get serious. Right. And I was finally, like, I was, like, hey, you know, I I like you a lot, and I would love to be your girlfriend. Hmm. And, you know, I want to see how you feel about it. And he was, like, look, I'm not looking for a relationship right now, but I want to be your friend still. And we we remained friends.
0: And was he wanting, like to still hook up or
1: he understood and he's like i understand if you don't want to talk to me and right i'm like yeah i'm probably not going to talk to you for a while and i didn't i didn't right. talk to him for months and then you know we reconnected as friends and now we're better friends because of it and he yeah of course he tries to like be like hey slide <laughs> me some you know <laughs> some way. and i'm like you got a fat to, ass you're about- <laughs> not today satan not today <laughs> amber's got her shit together sort of <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> People come and go, and they're only here for a certain amount of time. You learn the lesson, and you appreciate and be happy yes. for the good times. and forget about the bad.
0: Hey, let's leave it on that note. That sounds like a, a music lyric that I can. Uh, it, it must be in at least a few songs.
1: Probably, <laughs> or movies that I don't know. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I will uh, thank Amber once again for coming on. Definitely uh, check her out on social media at
1: amberscalzo.com or amberscalzo on Facebook. Uh, the Roller 87 on Twitter. Nice. Uh, Instagram, Amber Scalzo. And uh, yeah, and thank you for having me. I appreciate it.
0: And do you have any other uh, dates that you want to maybe plug? Um, or?
1: April 2nd, I'll be at the Note uh, Theater in LA. And then April 9th, the following Sunday, I will be at O.C. Steelhouse. And with Nick Merritt for the Smartass Comedy Collective. Nice. And let me just make sure that I have, I think I have one more date.
0: Let me see. Well, while you talk about that, I'll talk about my dates. Uh, I will be, of course, at the Doll Hut on April 12th, as well as my first one-year podcast celebration anniversary show. I'm going to be hosting my own show, my very first show at the O.C. Steelhouse. Fuck yeah, dude. That's going to be May 12th. I also have two confirmed comics that are going to be on the show as well, and I guess I should name them. They are anthony mojica and oh yeah jose juan pazos Ooh, you got
1: jj pazos coming? jj yes hell yeah
0: so both of them are booked to be on the show and then there'll be plenty more uh, to come so i will uh, definitely keep you posted but if you guys want to go and follow me definitely hit up this comics life on instagram and facebook or go to this comics life pod at gmail.com if you want to email me or follow me on twitter at the d stories so Did you find the last date?
1: Those are the only two because I'm not bookable. (laughs)
0: Ah. (laughs) That's all right. Well, guys, if you guys want to book Amber, hit her up.
1: Thank you. Please. Anytime. I'm down. Well, not really. Actually, I'm kind of picky. Anyway.
0: Don't tell her she has a fat ass.
1: Yeah. No, don't.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks again for tuning in. And next week, I'm going to be having Johnny Flowers in.
1: Yeah. What up, money? Yes.
0: So tune in for that, guys. And also stay tuned for a whole lot more whatever. And uh, yeah, rate and subscribe and tell a million friends. All right, peace out and yeah, take it easy. Take it easy.